Underestimated and still I made it In the book of hard knocks I'm highly educated Nobody told me looked over but still dedicated Played in the league for 13 I ain't gotta be favorite Two Super Bowls, Honolulu I stood with the greatest The thing is this, it never rich I'm good with my neighbors DB precision, television Ain't ask for no favors Numbers don't lie, neither do pictures Just look in the papers no backing down or turning back, part two of the movie. Never the biggest, but it takes more than two just to move me. Ain't gotta like what I'm saying, just watch me go to work. And tackle all of these topics right here on Face First. Well, welcome back to Face First. I'm super excited today because we get to talk about one of my favorite topics. Nope, not football. Nope. Not basketball. Well, I guess football a little bit, but relationships and dating and marriages and life partners and all of these things that I love because in truth, relationships suck. Relationships are hard. I mean, whether it's marriage, whether it's dating, uh, being engaged, hell, kicking it, talking, courting, Tinder, all of it. All of it's just hard. Like I remember back in the day, Dating was so simple or having a girlfriend was so simple. Like my first girlfriend I had when I was 15, her name was Michelle Ann Martinez. And it was easy because she just had to call the house phone. And if you called the house phone, you had to talk to my mom and my mom had to say or Ryan or Bub, as she calls me, Bub, telephone. I had to walk from my room to the kitchen, put the chair in the kitchen and talk on the phone. That was the way it worked, at least until I got my other phone. And then if she wanted to call or somebody called and they wanted to talk to you, but you didn't answer, they had to leave a message. And so so you got home from school or you got home from wherever you were from and you pressed the button and you got to hear the message and it was cool because it was a message that somebody was thinking about you or somebody thought of you so they called and they didn't talk to you but they was able to leave a message and then you got beepers boy when you got beepers you could really communicate right because people learned with beepers to communicate with numbers you know, hit you with the one, four, three, or they had the joints where if you flip the phone, the, the beeper over, it said a certain thing. But even beepers were cool because you could be hanging out with your boy. You get paged. Uh, hold on, dog. Then you run to your room. Now, when I was in college, we didn't really have cell phones at the beginning. So you had to get calling cards. So you had to dial in them 27 different numbers, dial those numbers in and make the call. But football and especially like quarterbacks and head coaches are like relationships, Right. Because if you get a good relationship at that point, you can win forever or be good forever. And I think the best relationship we've ever seen is Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I mean, it was a 20 year relationships. Who has 20 year relationships in football? I mean, Brett Favre played forever, but the relationships were different because he had different coaches. And then the Drew Brees, Sean Payton relationship, that relationship lasted a long time, but it still wasn't as successful as the Belichick Brady relationship. And then now, too, though, think about the way dating has changed. It's gone from, you know, from house phones and answering machines and beepers to now you got like social media. Like, you don't even have to see people in person. You can just shoot people DMs and sliding that thing like, oh, boy, I think that plays for the Dodgers that wears the little glove on his hand. He slides by. He pops right up. If it works out, it works out. If not, it doesn't. And he walks to the locker. I mean, to the uh, dugout. And so. Now you can do social media or there's all these dating apps. And then you can, if you want, you can just double date or get hooked up with your friends when they, from, with your friends, friends, when they think you're lonely, like all of these things happen. And it's like super cool that the world is open up. But now as the world is open up, like you have free agency, 
right? Like you have opportunities to have trades. It's like, man, I'm not stuck with this dude forever, you know? I don't have to be Joe Montana and eventually move to Steve Young, which is very lucky, right? How do you move from one Hall of Famer to the next Hall of Famer? It's like my first girl was a 10. She had to move on. My second girl was a 10. I got supermodels everywhere. Everybody don't get to do that. San Francisco got to do that, right? But the Patriots haven't gotten to do that. And then it's this super cool relationship, right? Because basically the draft is like speed dating. And so here it is, Bill Belichick speed dating in 2000. And he's walking around to all these different tables and everybody's walking around to these tables and nobody's sitting at Tom Brady's table ever, right? So it's like the first round of speed dating. Nobody sits at Tom's table. Nobody worry about Tom's table. A lot of people are, are going to the New England Patriots table, but they're like, oh, not yet. Why are they like that? Because they had a boo already. And now the, 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 the NFL, you don't really get to be married, right? You're more like life partners or career partners. And so it's not necessarily a marriage, but sometimes with the contracts, we make these commitments that we're going to be together for this time at least. And if we love it enough for this time, we'll have a new contract that says, you know what? We're going to be together going forward. And so, like, that's the cool thing. And so the second round comes, nobody sits at Tom tables again. New England's not really even looking to sit at tables because we got Drew Bledsoe. Third round of speed dating. Fourth round of speed dating. Fifth round of speed dating. And now, because you're only life partners and not truly married to Drew, you can say, you know what? Nobody sat at this table with this guy. I know he's not built the greatest. I know he doesn't run the fastest 40. I know he even had to alternate at Michigan. But he seems like he has some intangibles that'll make my house better. That if we are, I don't know, say, have the opportunity to get brother husbands, this might be a good brother husband for Drew to have somebody like Tom around. So it's the sixth round. It's the 199th opportunity you've had to sit at the table and the New England Patriots sit at the table with Tom Brady, start to have a conversation and say, you know what? For the 199th opportunity I've had to sit at the table in the sixth round, you fit. So there it is. We pick Tom. We're going to go on a date. We're going to bring Tom into camp. Tom comes into camp. We keep all these other, other, the other quarterbacks, but we actually like Tom. The Patriots and Bill, we like him. We're going to keep him. But at this time, Drew, Drew and our relationship is still going well. The relationship between Drew Bledsoe and the Patriots is going well. They're a good team. Tom appears in the game, but he doesn't play a lot that year. So we move into the next year. And then Drew has a meeting outside of what the of what Bill Belichick and the Patriots think he has with a guy named Mo Lewis that plays for the Jets. So here's what happened. Drew Bledsoe, who really shouldn't be running the football, is running the football down the sideline, get hit by, gets hit by Mo Lewis, and then Tom Brady has to step in because Drew makes the call and you say, you know what, Bill? You know what, Patriots? I think I need some space. Um, I think it's time for me to take a break. And this relationship right now um, just needs a moment to be clarified. So then now the Patriots are like in this position, but like, well, Drew, you know, we're supposed to be life partners and all of our plans for this season have you involved. And yes, we got Tom as a brother wife, but we don't know if Tom is ready to step up to the responsibility of being head brother wife. He's more like second brother wife. You know, you cut grass and you wash dishes and you take the kids to school. But Drew, for all the important things, we use you. All of a sudden, it's Tom now. Now, here's what's crazy. In his first start, Tom gets to play against the Indianapolis Colts, and they went 44-13. to 13. 
Tom ain't really do nothing. He was like 13 for 23. I think he had like around 107 yards. Adam Vinatieri, who was just thinking awesome, goes out and balls. I think you run for like over 100 yards. Antoine Smith is the running back. He has two tubs. And so all of these things work out. And here we go. The relationship of Tom Brady being the head brother, brother husband, being the head guy in charge, running the whole house starts. And then what's crazy is it's Tom's 24. Drew's a little bit older. So it's like, man, if Tom can do some of the things that Drew does, this helps for the future. I mean, it's cheaper. I mean, it's easier. I mean, it's lower maintenance. Like all of these things are happening. And so now you go through the season and Tom plays well enough to get you into the AFC championship. But wait, 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 wait. Remember, Drew had to take a break because he gets hurt and hit by Mo Lewis. In the AFC Championship, Tom takes a break. Drew comes back. You might want that old thing back. They have a date. You have a conversation. You sit around. You have a drink. And Drew and you, it feels familiar, so familiar, you actually win the game and get to the Super Bowl. And so now you got to make a choice. Who am I choosing? And you choose Tom. But you're choosing Tom against the greatest show on earth? The Rams? Kurt Warner? Marshall Falk, Torrey Holt, that's the team that you're actually going to bring Tom out for? Young Tom? Tom before TB12? Tom before eating no carbs? Tom before Giselle? This is not like super Tom. This is just like Tom Tom. And what do you do? You actually beat the greatest show on turf. And now... Was it because of some of the supporting cast? Was it because of some of the servants that you have around the brother husband's house? Absolutely. It was about defense. It was about Adam Vinatieri. But how did Adam Vinatieri get in range to kick the field goal? Because of Tom. That's right. Because Tom was now not only the head brother husband, but Tom ran the household. And this is how the Patriot Way started, correct? The Patriot Way started was because you had this very young dude who had all of these intangibles, who had all of these things that made him a Super Bowl winning quarterback. If you put the right pieces around him and then putting the right pieces around him, you got to win and you got to win big and you got to continue winning. And you started this legacy that nobody's ever seen. And so for 20 years, you get six Super Bowls and you go even go back to back. Oh, three, oh, four, oh, four, oh, five. But it's oh, two. It's 14 and 15. It's 16 and seven. 17, 18, and 19, you create the greatest legacy of an organization, of a dynasty, in the history of sports, not just football. I mean, this is this is Boston Celtics-like. And now, we have to remember, when Boston Celtics were doing the things that they were doing, it was like you had this, like, one super tall dude named Bill Russell who was taller than everybody but, like, Wilt Chamberlain, but Wilt Chamberlain didn't have the team, and then it was only, like, eight teams, and you just won all the damn time. That doesn't happen in football. But Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, they created a relationship that could do it. And so that's truly when it starts. In 2002, you win and you say, you know what? We are no longer dating. Tom and Bill and the Patriots, we are no longer so sofa courting. This is a thing. But remember, in the league, you don't get married. No, we're not getting married. We're career partners. We're, we're life partners. So it means that it can change. And the other part, that it means when you can't be married, right? Or when, when you can't have life partners, it means that, you know what else we could do? We can date. 
You know, and so the Patriots, they kept going speed dating like year after year after year because it's more brother husband, remember, than spouse. And it was guys like Rohan and guys like Cliff uh, named Matt, guys named Kevin, uh, Zach. I mean, guys named like Ryan Mallet, guys named Jacoby Brissett, uh, Danny Etling, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Now... Not since Tom Brady was drafted or since Tom Brady was brought home from speed dating had they ever had a connection like Jimmy Garoppolo. See, because Tom had that connection with the Patriots and with Bill while Drew Bledsoe was there. But all those names I just named, I don't care if it was Ryan Mallett. I don't care if it was Cliff Kingsbury, who has an awesome pad in Arizona. And I don't care if it was Rohan Davey. Like all of these people they brought in, there was never, Tom was never walking through the kitchen and said, man, why is Jimmy and Bill over having a meeting that I wasn't invited to? Why is Jimmy and Bill so close? And you start to think, oh, maybe my time as lead brother husband is coming to an end. And see, throughout this career in New England, throughout this time that Tom Brady was there, they had a therapist, right? The therapist's name was Robert. Robert was their therapist. Robert Kraft was the therapist. And so anytime that they had issues, you know, because they would meet on Tuesday morning, uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady would meet on Tuesday morning and they would go through the game plan. And going through the game plan was something that they did together. Even though Bill was more a defensive-minded coach, he was the head coach. And as the head coach, right, you run the household. So even though you have these brother husbands who do all these other different jobs, right, who, who have all these other responsibilities, it still comes down to... The man of the house, right? The head man of the house, who was Bill Belichick, to make certain decisions. And so they met every Tuesday to put the game plan together. Another one of those meetings that they would have was with Robert Kraft. And this meeting would happen every time they were trying to figure out, do we continue this relationship? Now, if you're Robert Kraft and you found the opportunity to pull Bill Belichick away from the Jets years and years and years ago, when everybody at the Jets, including Bill Parcells, thought that at his household, Right. At New York Jets Manor. Right. As he was ascending or as he was leaving the head man position that Bill Belichick would now run the, ha the household. But Bill Belichick had other ideas. Right. So Pete Carroll goes and and he has his little thing in New England. And that thing doesn't really work out the way that Robert Kraft and way that everybody wants. And so now they bring Bill and they say, no, Bill, I know that you've learned under Bill Parcells. Right. With the New York Jets, I want you to come run our ship. I want you to come run our house and you get free reign to do all these things. And part of that was drafted Jimmy Garoppolo. And so when Tom and Robert and Bill, because Bill's the GM and the head coach, would meet at the end of these career partners or what could be life partners if you do it the right way relationships, Robert Kraft had a huge say-so in whether or not they would continue because Robert, even though Bill's the head man, Robert said, you know what, as your therapist, I believe this is still working. And because I believe this is still working, I want to do it again. I give you my blessing to run it back. But it was super cool because every time Tom would loud in the run it back, Tom would say, you know what? I don't need all the things that other brother husbands in the league that are in my position, which truly nobody was in his position, right? Because as good as Aaron Rodgers was, as good as Drew Brees was, as good as Ben Roethlisberger was, even Peyton Manning, nobody had ever won. Nobody had ever kept the household up like Tom Brady. 
So Tom really could have said, in order to run this house, I want you to look at all the other houses in the NFL, see what their top guy is getting, right? See what the dude who's tasked with the responsibilities that I have is getting. And I want more than all them because I'm better than all them. I do more than all them. I bring more to you than all them. And so Robert, lead therapist, would say, you know what? We should continue this. And now we've jumped ahead in the story and we'll jump back a little bit later. But what happened was... Tom was feeling some type of way about Jimmy because Jimmy wasn't brought home in the sixth round of speed dating. Jimmy was brought home in the second. And see, Tom had a little run in with Bill or had a little run in with those who run the entire NFL. And they said, oh, Tom, you're going to have to miss some games, four of them. And then when Jimmy played, Jimmy was really good. The team goes three and one during that time Tom Brady is out, which really isn't that big of a deal because Matt Castle also played 16 games and they went 11 and five. And so now if you're Bill Belichick, you start to believe, well, maybe it's not Tom. Maybe it is the Patriot way. Maybe it is my way. Maybe I have forgotten when he coached the Cleveland Browns, who were very similar to this WNBA sweatshirt color that I have. I didn't have Tom them, Tom then. I mean, I, didn't, I wasn't very good. I mean, I even had Nick Saban, who's the greatest college coach of all time. He was on that on that staff, and we still couldn't win. Is it me or is it Tom? And so now Tom says, you know what, Robert? I need to speak to you alone. Because see, therapists do that sometimes, right? If you have a, a, a marriage counselor or if you have a life partner counselor, sometimes the therapist says, you know what? I need to see you alone. Or sometimes the two clients say, or one of the clients say, you know what? I need to see you, Robert, without Bill. So Tom goes and Tom's like, hey, um, Bill's been spending a lot of time with Jimmy. Bill's been around him and kind of liking him a little too much for what his position is in our brother husbandship. I think Jimmy needs to go. So Robert, being the great therapist that he is, and not Robert, like Gail says it, but Robert Kraft says, you know what, Tom, I believe you're right. I believe the tension that is being caused between you and Bill and the way that it can affect our entire household as the New England Patriots is not something I believe you should deal with. So Jimmy's gone. Jimmy leaves. He becomes a San Francisco 49er. He even need, leads the 49ers to the Super Bowl. And so if you're Bill, you have to be sitting back thinking to yourself, or well, sheesh. I saw that in Jimmy after our speed dating session, after a couple of conversations, after I got to court him separately from Tom. And Robert, as the therapist, you let him go. Now, you could actually be mad about this if you're Bill Belichick, except during that time, time you go to Super Bowls and you win one. So Bill Belichick, who is a guy who was famously known for getting rid of star football players, of star positional players, of star players in general, before time, rather sooner then maybe even correct, but definitely then later, getting rid of players before their time is up, before they can no longer produce the way that they have before. And if you have a Jimmy Garoppolo, you get to move on from Tom Brady before that happens. But you say, okay, Tom, you got rid of Jimmy. Let me go get Jared Stidham. And Jared Stidham can maybe do what you do when you're gone. 
Now, let's go back to 2007 when Tom went from being the six, because Tom was a six, correct? When Bill Belichick chose him. And I don't mean a six-round pick. He was a six out of ten, right? Uh, pretty, not the prettiest. Uh, could cook, can't cook great. Uh, does well in the household. Seen people clean better. Right, so it wasn't what he became. And then in 07, he's, he's starting to become a better cook. He's, he's, he's taking care of himself a little bit more. And then Bill Belichick, as the, the leader of the household, he says, you know what? We should bring in that Randy Moss guy. He's pretty dang good. So you bring in Randy Moss and you add him to Wes Welker and you add him to Kevin Falk and you add him to this team. And Tom Brady's the best he's ever been. Tom Brady breaks the touchdown record. Randy Moss breaks the touchdown record. And this team, which hadn't happened since 1972 with the Miami Dolphins when they go 14-0, eventually going 17-0 and winning the Super Bowl, this team goes undefeated. Finishes off the season with a great game against the New York Giants that was played very closely where Tom Brady and Randy Moss and all the New England Patriots starters continue to play and you win it. And so at that time, you're the prohibited favorite to win the Super Bowl. And also, if you're Bill Belichick, this is the first time I have truly given you all you ever needed, Tom, to be the absolute best you can be. I've given you the confidence. I've given you the tools. I've given you the skill that you can go be the greatest brother husband representative of the New England Patriots that we've ever had. No, that team falls short. That team runs into a Ferrari package that has like Michael Strahan and Justin Tuck and like all of these people. And, and you just don't win it. And it's a guy on the other side named Eli Manning. And as brother husbands go, he wasn't the worst brother husband that's ever made it to a Super Bowl, but he certainly wasn't the best. And that day, he outplayed Tom. But see, this is when Tom became a 10. And now you have TB12. And now he takes care of himself in a way that no one has ever taken care of himself. But now you also know, I, even though I give this to Tom, right? We eventually, we take this kind of break off from, from winning after 05, but we, you know, we, we, we get there twice and we meet the Giants twice. But then in 14 and 15, we do it again. And we don't necessarily have to do it with the same people I provided you with because I got you, Tom, and I got me. And together, we are enough as career partners and as life partners is to win it. And now I'm the GM, right? I'm the GM. And I feel like I'm trying to give you the things you need to succeed. And you are succeeding, but I'm taking you for granted. I'm not changing the way I coach you very much like Bill Belichick. I mean, I'm like, like uh, uh, Greg Popovich and, and Tim Duncan. I'm not going to change the way I coach you because this is how I always coach you. This is the Patriot way. This is the way we run this household. This is how I treated Drew before you and how I treated Matt when you wanted to take a break, when you said we needed some space for a year or when you weren't doing the right things in our household and we were judged from outside the house and, our, our, and not our therapist, but someone tells our therapist, hey, you know what? They need time off. Let's give them four games so we're going to play with Jimmy and we're going we're gonna to allow Jimmy to step up. And then Jacoby, you move into the second brother husband spot. And so now you do this and I've, I've been okay without you. 
It's not, it's probably not about you as much as it's about me and about us and about what we do. So I don't have to change the way I treat you because now you're, because, because now you've had a glow up. Right, I have to change the way I, I treat you because you feel like you've gone on an episode of The Swan. By the way, The Swan was one of my favorite shows. I don't know if you remember The Swan. The Swan would take people and they'd be like ones. And I don't mean like ones as in starters, but ones as in ones out of 10. And this didn't mean that they were ones as people. They were just ones physically. And they would take them and they'd fix their lips, eyes, face, body, hair, all these things. And you know what? And they would come back with this whole glow up. They would go from a one to a 10, but they had to go back to like their one lives. And a lot of times they would talk about the way these things ruin their lives because you know what? That wasn't who I was before. And I just went home and I was that now. See, Tom grew up in that same home. Yet Bill wouldn't treat him no differently. Yet Bill said, I'm taking you for granted. I've seen you do all these amazing things with me buying you less groceries, with me, me giving you smaller rings, with me giving you cars that don't actually run as well as the brand new car I could get you or I should work to get you, but I don't need to get you that because I've seen you draw, drive jalopies and make us feel good when we pull up to the biggest balls, the biggest galas, the biggest events in the world. And even though you don't have everything that everybody else has that feels that they feel like they need to have to get there, you get there with less. And when you get there, you get there better than they do so I ain't got to do all that stuff no more to keep you and you've been here for 20 years it never happens there's never life partners for 20 years they don't hang around that long if you give me a good 10 years I've won if you give me 15 I've killed the game you gave me 20 surely after 20 historically the way that these relationships have worked they can't work after 20 years and you know what? They can, they can, they don't have to stop working because of me, because what I bring to our relationship isn't physical. See, what you do is physical. You got to be able to throw the ball. You got to be able to make people better. You got to be able to think fast enough up here. You got to be able to hold up. Surely you don't hold up after 20 years. Now, what I do, that lasts forever. I didn't play pro ball. I didn't get to take hits to the head. This brain ain't bleeding. I can do whatever I want until I can't move anymore. So if somebody has to go, surely it has to be you. And then 2019 comes and the cupboards are bare. I'm not shopping the same way. Julian, my one prize possession as a car, isn't running the same way. Kind of needs a little tune-up. It's not around. And so I'm out here and I got... I got guys that, you know, the, the Jacoby Myers and I have the Nikhil Harrys and I have these guys and it's not, it's not really working out. So summer 2020 comes or spring 2020 comes, free agency hits. And if I'm Tom, I think, you know what? It's probably time to go do a different type of dating. Because see, back in 2000, we had the speed date. But now it's 2020. We got these apps, right? We got these phones, so what I do, I change my relationship status to single and looking. I change my relationship status to let people know, hey, you know what? If you want to shoot your shot, here's the rim. Now, I get out and I realize that even though at one time I was a 10, now I'm more like an 8. But like I'm an 8 with some wear. And not everybody thinks that I could come in and do what I did for you in 07. Or what I did for you in 14 and 15. They start to look at me a little funny like, ah... You kind of been around the block. Weren't you with that Bill guy a very long time? We know that Bill guy, he rides you hard. I don't know if you can really finish here. And so then something happens. 
The owner of House Buccaneer says, we'll take you. We'll use you. And now look at House Buccaneer and I'm like, man, that Bruce guy, Light, that GM guy, they sure have stacked this pantry. I mean, this pantry got Rojo and got Mike Evans and it has, you know, Chris Godwin. God, that's a, oh my gosh, on defense, you got Levante David and Dominic Sue. Eventually, Vita Vea. You got JPP, Shaq, Shaq Barrett. Oh, man, you're going to draft Winfield? You already have Colton Davis? Oh, hell, Devin White, what a beast. I think this is a place I'll go. I think this place will treat me differently. Oh, Bruce Arians comes out. He's like a, another coach here, and he has all this autonomy. And then the craziest thing happened. Not only did Tom Brady leave New England, but he took the dang dog. All of a sudden, Rob Gronkowski, who didn't want to play in New England no more, who felt like he didn't have anything left, he shows up. Not only does he take the dog, he takes one of the older cars. Antonio Brown, who's suspended for eight years, decides, you know what? If I'm going to come back, I'm going to come back and play for Tampa Bay because I love being with Tom Brady. And so now we start these new relationships. And my relationship, if I'm Tom Brady with Bruce Arians and all of these great players, the house, the pantry is full. I'm treated in a way where I feel seen. I'm given a say-so in the house. And we take it all the way and we go win the Super Bowl. And then what do you do, Bill Belichick? You say, you know what? Hell with that. I'm tired of people like Tom. I'm tired of somebody who lives life like this, who looks like this, who moves like this, who cooks like this. I want a whole different flavor. I'm going to go get Cam Newton. Something we've never had. And obviously because I haven't really built around Tom the way I was supposed to build around Tom. Now I got Cam Newton. He can do things that you never could. What I got that new new is better than that old thing I had. Ah, uh, not so much. Seven and nine. We don't even make the playoffs. So then we sit back. I go see Rob. I say, Rob, I know we can't get that old thing back, but we need something real damn similar. Huh. In comes Mac Jones. It looks a lot like Tom. The body seems the same. I mean, even though we had to grab him in the speed dating round, he used to be, he, he, he was raised and groomed by our friend Nick Saban, so he's going to know immediately how to adapt and adjust to the type of lifestyle we want him to live here. And for two weeks, it was like, woo! Then last week, he played the New Orleans Saints, and it was like, ah, looks like Tom. Smells like Tom. Ain't Tom. And so that brings us to this week. Roger Goodell decided to throw a ball. At that ball in week four, Tom's going to come bring his new people with him. Bruce, Mike, even the old cars, Tony O, bring the dog, Rob. And Bill, Bill's going to go to the ball too. He's going to bring Mac. He's going to have like Nelson and Kendrick, Janu, Hunter. And so when Tom shows up to the balls, Tom is going to show up to the ball with a little bit more than Bill. And they're going to have to see each other. They're going to have to see that old thing. So all week, people have been asking him, what was, the, what were the, what was that 20-year relationship like? Do you miss each other? Were you good to each other? No comment. I mean... None. No reflection. 
You know why? Because it's hard to reflect on the old thing. It's hard to reflect on the ex-boo when you're still with the new boo. Because the new boo really doesn't want to hear it. But if you're Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you don't care how great life was with Bill Belichick because now life is even greater. Right? Life is 2007 with the ring for Tom Brady. So nothing you ever got there, nothing you ever did there is what it was with us because we are better. We have given you more. We treat you better. You feel seen here. And then for Bill, you definitely can't talk about Tom because what's happening in your household now is in disarray. You're running up to Robert Kraft, the therapist, every week like, you know what? This isn't working. Oh, my God. He's, she's coming here? Tom Brady's coming here? I got to see Tom with everything that's new? So you definitely can't talk about that relationship, especially not publicly. And so then Tom has his friend Alex. And you know how best friends are. Best friends want to take up for their homies. Right. And so when Tom was going through it with Bill before he left and he was dealing with the man, he won't treat me any differently. He won't show me any respect. He's taking me for granted. He's not changing the way that he treats me based on what I have given him because his emotional bank account should be full because of all the things I've given you, Bill, yet you won't treat me any better. So Alex says it. That's the one statement that we got that was real. That was emotional. Now nah, I'm taking up for my friend. You ain't treat him right. You didn't evolve. Had you evolved, had you done more, maybe we'd still be there. Maybe you wouldn't be in position of having to get one that looked just like me, but that still ain't as good. And so here we are. Nobody wants to say anything good about anybody. Tom says, I'm looking at one night, not 20 years. Bill was like, nothing surprises me that he does. He's a great player. Not he was a great player for me. Not I love everything that we had. It was great to share a career and a life with you. Because like I told y'all, relationships are hard. And even when those relationships are good and they're fruitful and you have beautiful children, a beautiful home, you accumulate all those things. When they end, they end. All you take from those things are memories. Maybe when they're old and gray and they're rocking chairs and they've just watched The Notebook they received their gold jackets. Maybe Tom and Bill could say what we had was a beautiful thing. But for this weekend, it's a war of houses. It's lead brother husband versus leader of the house. And I can't damn wait. This has been face first. Relationships are hard. Just ask Tom and Bill. Underestimated and still I made it In the book of hard knocks I'm highly educated Nobody told me looked over but still dedicated Played in the league for 13 I ain't gotta be favorite Two Super Bowls, Honolulu I stood with the greatest The thing is this, if never rich I'm good with my neighbors DB precision, television Ain't asked for no favors Numbers don't lie, neither do pictures Just look in the papers no backing down or turning back, part two of the movie. Never the biggest, but it takes more than two just to move me.